G'day guys, welcome to Mailbag Review on a Sunday afternoon here in uh, Drewsville. We've uh, come outside to to the big boy's home to, to look after him. He's been a bit crook. How are you? Uh, feeling a bit better. 12 hours sleep will do that. You'd hope so. Fuck. Well, you boys were hitting the town last night. You messaged me at 7 o'clock. I'm wide asleep. <laughs> PM, 7 p.m. Yeah, 7 p.m. I'm asleep. <laughs> See the message when I get woken up by the bloody TV at like nine o'clock and yeah, went straight back to sleep after I told you boys, no, I'm no good. Pistol, how are you find Melbourne? It's always a pleasant place to be, especially when it's eight degrees on course. Um, I'm not even sure it got to eight, did it? It was atrocious. It was not fun. It was just, yeah. What more are you meant to do? Well, especially, especially when you're banned from half the course. Well, you're, you're undercover, aren't you? Oh, never mind, you're a Flemington. Yeah. Uh, you had two options, standing next to a bin at the 200, trying to take shelter behind this one metre tall bin, uh, or going right up to the top of the grandstand, so you're doing your... finding 10,000 steps after two races. Unfortunately, yeah. Flemington is going to win. It's like the government with cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> they just up and up and up and up until you just either like, start robbing banks to smoke darts, or you quit. In like Flemington, that if you are not a member, the on-course experience is is that poor. It, you're forced into like packed into sardines with drunks mm. who aren't interested in the horse racing. Yet you're left out in the in the open in the elements to watch horses parade in both ends of the of the um, the two parades. Yep. You're forced to walk three hundred meters between them in, out in the open. In the wet grass. And if it's raining, you, you're stuffed as well. Yeah. Because um, they won't put shelter up. And then the only place you can watch the races in a grandstand, protected from the rain, is past the winning post. Mm. So they have like a complete and utter, just they're not interested at all in non-members at that race club. At all. Doesn't matter if you go there every week and encourage turnover and turn over yourself a lot of money, which funds the industry, you're largely irrelevant to them. All right. I asked, I asked How good the facilities for members? And you saw it, I asked very calmly and nicely to, to go and stand in my usual spot, which is on top of the horse stalls, to watch the races. There's not, nothing stopping me from getting there, yeah. except there was a marquee near Not allowed up here today, mate. Because there was 15 people on course having a few beers, and most of them had buggered off after race four. Cause and then Tommy goes, I go, well, who can I speak to about this? I don't think it's very, like, right. He goes, oh, that guy over there is a customer care guy. Go over and talk to him. He goes, mate, I'm fucking casual. I don't have a clue. <laughs> I don't even know where the office is. I think it's over there. Oh, jeez. So, look, I'll probably end up being a member because you've got no other choice, mm. unfortunately. Then you'll probably have to wear a suit or something to get into the members' area. I don't mind. Might be I don't mind suit. wearing a suit, but I just think, what what if I couldn't afford to become a member? Yeah, you would be and I, I turning, over, and I wasn't, turning over that. I wasn't making... Yeah, yeah, I don't have a business, which relied on me being at the races, and I wasn't having... Uh, reasonable success gambling on horses. What do you reckon I'd do? Yeah, you wouldn't come back. So That's what's happening. I'm not, we know that. I'm not common in racing, you know? Yeah. It's, 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 it's so short-sighted and, and it's like they only want you there, they only want these people there for, for three or four weeks of the year anyway. I don't understand it. I really don't. It shits me beyond belief. They've, they've had opportunities the past five years. Or, or rude, was it? No. No. They've, trust me, they've had opportunities the past five years to try and do stuff to get their people back on course, improve it. They've done it a little with the food, 
like Mooney Valley now have the food trucks and stuff. So I oh, think you can't. I don't yeah. think we can't talk about the races as a group. Yeah, it's each club. But so to, with with Flemington, I'm just disappointed with the way they treat people in my position. And if I wasn't making money from a business and from my my betting, yeah, I, I'd likely not want to go because you just treated like fucking shit. Well, which one do I tell you every single week? I don't have the facilities to do what I need to do on a Saturday, and I'll I'll stay home most Saturdays when this course yeah. is on. It's Flemington. Yeah. I I now just don't go to Flemington because I can't run what we need to do for our business. I can do it at Corfield, I can do it at Mooney Valley. So there's obviously something wrong with Flemington. Unless you're an owner or a member who doesn't care about punting, you just want to go there and drink and have no, a No, the, 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 I'm sure there's plenty yeah. of owners and punters and, and members who love punting. And like, I'm not, I don't want to come across like a bag of members. It just should be, everyone should be encouraged. Yeah. It's, look, I'm not asking for them to spend one cent on me. I'm happy standing in the rain watching the horses parade. The thing that shit me the most is not being able to stand where I want to watch a race. When there was nothing else there. Yeah. And the way I was just like, just fuck off, mate. You're not even in a suit. Where's your, <laughs> where's your card? Anyway. Right, it's, yeah, it's very frustrating. So what do you make of the wind on Saturday? At I thought it was um, a big influence early. Hmm. And then sort of lightened off, but it was gusty too. So I think with all the times and the data, I was just having a really good conversation with Shane, Pete and I were on the way here. You know, it's really tricky to sort of accurately gauge it. So I'd be careful when you're looking at the data, wherever you get it, anyone who thinks that they can pinpoint this on Saturday, it's simply impossible because it was gusty. That was the key. So like, yeah. it's obviously going to be very, very close to right, but it wasn't consistent wind. You know, like it would piss rain sideways, then it would be yeah. sunny. <laughs> it was typical Melbourne. There were a few races where they were just, it just looked absolutely god-awful on course, and I was just sitting there going, I don't envy the jockeys, I don't envy you guys on course either. Yeah. Um, well, luckily, Grant won, and we got out in front, and then when we left, Pistol Pete landed... Um, Lockroy. Lockroy, mm. while we were in bumper-to-bumper traffic, getting out of the course. Nice way to finish it. <laughs> uh, straight into it, race one, Flemington, yeah. 2,500 metres. Uh in terms of the money for the race, Jamal was a massive drifter, four dollars out to five sixty, and the backed Hush Rider and the Statesman uh, late on. Uh, Tiffany's last led them around eight point six lengths faster than class benchmark early, according to punting form data. And as expected, finished last. I'd just quickly say when you're just watching Jamal, Jamar, or how you say the name in run. This horse was the complete opposite of its run at Caulfield. It's just settled beautifully, and you just... You want to be on it and play it, didn't you? You just looked at it and said, shit, if I'm not on this horse, I'm, I'm on the wrong horse. I think I think Regan learnt from his ride at Caulfield, and by the time he'd gone past the winning post, he instead of just, like, holding the thing up, he's kicked up and ended up three back the fence yeah. instead of last, like it was at Caulfield. I'm not, I really think this is the perfect example of why you should try puttingform.com.au just for the workbooks. Yeah. Because you can input your thoughts on each run and you can see it next start. First and second here weren't suited last start and came through. Yeah. And then when you do the speed up of the race and there's nothing here, you can see that they might be a little bit better suited. You know, JMR second run, 2,500. You, you need somewhere where you can put this shit in for your own personal use. And puttingform's perfect for me. And then when they're the top two in the yard... 
Yeah, well, we said I'd be at the top two in the yard first and second, but I didn't bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not good. Shitty start, really. Got a bit out of it. Like, a little bit out of the race, but not, not what we should have. Anything else? Uh, pretty straightforward, that one. Uh, race two, 1100 metres, three old fillies, one-way traffic with betting, Smart Melody, 280 to 230. Um, Music Bay was second, finished second, $8 out of 10s late. I found interesting. Uh, first five home were either on the outside rail or one off the outside rail as well, which I think is really important just for what happened on the day. Again, so the horses come up the middle here, they're not suited. Yeah. And they crawled along here 10 lengths slower than class benchmark um, out the front. So it's really no surprise Smart Melody had that extra kick when Music Bay's come at it. Yeah, there's no surprise Sweet Rockets mm. run fourth. Yeah. Because it, its biggest asset is running faster than these horses. Yeah. And it was held up as well. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Remember I said on the previous show, she'll stick this? Yeah. Well, because she'd been trying it in trials and stuff, and you're just sitting there going, don't snick it, so just she, let it roll. She snicked this, we're back, this and Music Bay, we've run second or fourth at like 12s and 16s. Mm. I, I thought that the, the winner, the times are scarily bad from this race. Yeah. I thought the winner was quite impressive, and I think it can improve from a mounting out point of view. Uh, Music Bay can improve. Sweet Rockets flying, and if 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 let run, hmm. which is the story of the day, it is probably wins. Anything, Pete? No, nah, not particularly. <laughs> I think the winner was probably too visually impressive. I'm not sure you're going to get much of a price next start. Definitely not. It'll be it, so. it'll be over bet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Flemington race three, fourteen hundred meters. Um, Violate and Mahamadeus were the two that they've really come for in the markets, um, and a small go also for uh, Cliff's Edge. Uh, Find the Power knuckled on jumping, so I'd just note that down as a forgive run. Uh, the speed was genuine, uh, going 1.9 lengths faster than the class benchmark of the first 600, and Violate um, came home exactly, so for the whole race, exact right on bench class benchmark. So hit the mark that you ne really needed to win this race from the past. I think our numbers were dollar for dollar, which I thought was almost a standout. You yeah. agree? Yeah, I had it on top as well. From Cliff's Edge, then Violet and um, Mahatma Dias. Mm. Yeah, Mahatma Coat. <laughs> we should have, um, obviously, we should have said, could have easily had half a unit on the winner here, but I thought let's just launch it dollar for dollar and Cliff's Edge. It's just bolting in the run. You see, it gets to turn, it's just like throwing its head, looking at the finishing line right there. Yeah, well, I thought Dolph was in the right spot in the run, and like seriously concerning steer on by John Allen on Cliff's Edge. Like, there's a horse here going up the inside. Mm. Well, he's still running to dance my friend's ass. He's pulling up the line. Yeah, it's staggering. That's Johnny well, Allen, isn't it? Johnny Allen, yeah. I don't, I, he can cut the rail here, cut the rail here, cut the rail here. Tries to veer out. I don't know. If I owned the horse, I'd be filthy about the ride. And I was when I bet on it. Did you know dollar for dollar, Jamie Carr was off for the first time in about four rides? She stayed in Adelaide and Curry took the ride? I thought that was quite a... I thought it was a positive. Yeah. Look, I don't know what to do with dollar for dollar. Horses don't look much better than that, do they? Nah. It was, yeah, it was great parade. That's what I'd said. And you said outstanding. Mm. What more can you do? I'll try and get a fucking result. Yeah. <laughs>
Race four, Drew. 1,400 metres, three-year-old listed. The market was against the uh, first two home, so Brutal drifted 230 out to $3, and Leonardo da Hinci was nines out to 11s. I think this is like the, the wind. The wind was yeah. big for the first three races. Yeah. And Brutal was going to likely be into it the whole way. Yeah, but when it dropped it, off. When in essence, yeah. it dropped off a little bit, and... Even the, the majority of the win was, was just whilst you're in the straight. Yeah, yeah. so they were obviously trying to take on those type of horses that were going to go forward, and they've smashed in good and fast, who was the best back to runner, absolutely smashed it. Really good horse, but it got just too far back, didn't it? Yeah, yeah I think the yeah, male, this might have been like the third race we've been into, and the second, 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 second third. Placings. There's lots of placings for the day, but... but I, I think Brutal will improve... Yep. The most out of this race. Just to give you the data from it, uh, Brutal's led them around 0.8 lengths slower than class benchmark, so considering they'll still wind around at pretty you know, pretty good times. And good and fast has stormed home 4.6 lengths faster than class benchmark, so it was obviously the, the standout from out the back. He can ride pretty forward, though, so I wouldn't get too... It's a great run. Yeah. The horse going well, yeah. but it wasn't what sort of heavy. No. I'd say Brutal's got much more improvement to come condition-wise. I completely agree. And I think that was a cracking run as well. I know Dunn basically straight after the race said we didn't get really any wind until we hit the corner. Mm. And he would have been taking all of it. The Hinchy's sort of getting cover the whole way. And then they've turned straight to the straight, getting it in your face. Yeah. yeah. Horse kept kicking as well. Yeah, like it, it was. He's got past. It got really it was, it hit five dollars on the fair. I like seeing tough horses yeah, like right. that. Five dollars yeah. in the fair. Yeah. <laughs> what, you got the fives? Yeah, knew it. <laughs> Flemington race five, twelve hundred meters. Group two, Bobby Lewis. No real massive goes outside of Arm Wesley and Grand Rosso at odds. Haydock was a massive drifter, four forty out to seven fifty. Rode really well. It's like someone knew his lane because I didn't. Did you? No. Uh, only knew it after I saw Stewart's report saying it's pulled up lame. I don't understand how Kimono, from where it was, ends up down the inside. I don't understand it. I don't understand why they weren't in the middle of the track. Mm. I think this is a poisonous race going forward. Dothraki is slow. First among equals is a non-winner. I'm Wesley, like me. I just This race scares the shit out of me. And because Kimono's in it, which I think it could be a star. More close. More so because it's Japanese with Wii. It's a nice type. I'm just going to be pretty harsh on the whole race. Yeah, they, they haven't really gone far. If I didn't know first among equals, I'd say it's ready to win. It's, it was still a bit heavy to my eye. Yep. But I've seen this horse loom up to win and not, more often than not. It fucking flashed at Caulfield even before this. Like yeah. That 200 metre section to the 200, you almost like in play, fuck, I might get some of that. Yeah. It's flying and it stopped. It's winning here. It stops. It's just, I'm just scared shitless of the horse. But then, you know, if you go, if you start betting into the sort of races it's in, and you go hard at something else, it'll fucking win. Of course it will. <laughs> so I just think first one equals races and Dothraki winning races makes this a pretty low group two. I'd compare it to straight races only. Yeah, but I'm not even good like a pool, like a group three. Fair call. Anything else? Nah, that's pretty much it. Flemington race six, 1400 metres, group two. Genuine tempo, the leader's going 2.7 lengths faster than class benchmark for 600. Really set it up for a few here. The market were completely wrong, so this is where they've well, absolutely got well, it wrong. Well, we've gone Marius and backed it pretty hard. Yeah. You, you were with me, weren't you? Yeah, I, I, I pulled up lane. Yeah, like, two units. A genuine yeah. excuse. 
The market was firm on it late too. It, it paraded awesome. I think you've got to forgive it, it's late. Oh, there's just some, there's a lot of nice types, a lot, lot nice solid professional horses here. Yeah. Bell well, Martini. I'm a star. I'm a star. Like, they're yeah, quality. Yeah. Petition, quality. She's a dashing was a big one. gunpowder, quality. Yep, it was. Might have appreciated the firm. Anything, Peter? Oh, it's a mare's race. Yeah. It is a mare's race. Is on. You often? Yeah, I, I, I never really factored too much into it. I mean, you, you respect the, the good horses coming back to this sort of class, so I'm a star, obviously, but it's these aren't races that I take form out of. So, I think there's money that's going all right. It's um, Quilate. Yeah, it was a good parade. The only problem I've got is that Chop King gave it a, a beautiful, beautiful ride. Yeah. Like, it needs a softer race, but sort of, there's a little bit of lock. For a, for a weaker race. It's the type of horse they would bring back to, say, a midweek Sandown type of meeting mm. as well. Yeah. yeah. Sam there has gone. Completely cast. Gone. Mm. gone. Last time I saw it was at uh, Ascot a couple of years ago. It's a completely different looking horse to that. So. No good. Race 7, Drew. 1,600 metres. Group 1, Maccabi Diva Stakes. Uh, must have missed the change of tactics here because Blackheart Bard has led them 7.2 lengths faster than class benchmark for 600. So he's... he's He's, he's chosen to go forward here. Yeah, chosen to go forward. He's been the race, has he? Well, he's chosen to go forward, but then so the horse have... has got away from him. Was it in the Shields report? No. Oh, he's pinned the, he's pinned the back. Yeah, Michelle pinned Payne's the line, tweet but... was in the Shields report. Yeah, of course it was. So Michelle Payne's tweet was in the Shields report. Yep. But the actual race... The good and, and a non-description of change of tactics in, in the biggest race of the day wasn't. Correct, yeah. So Blackheart Bart, that's been snicked almost last two starts. Yeah. It's gone suicidally quick here, mm. and it wasn't in the stewards' pool. It wasn't mentioned. It was not mentioned. I find that a bit frustrating. Well, considering that me too. The, Looking for it. Despite, I don't agree at all with what Michelle said, but she got fined for tweeting. So. Yeah. Um, Kementari, <laughs> uh, Kementari, and coming through with the two horses, the backed, and there was a massive blow on Humidor late. So that kind of told you what you need to know about Humidor. Um, well, old mate. The, mark, the DKW market, isn't it? Like, yep. 44s in the 22s, pisses in. Doesn't run a place. Heavy drift, doesn't run a place. And just, it was suited by that tempo. Just watch the fair late. Watch the fair mm. late. It is the greatest thing in the world. Yep. When you're not sure what to do, watch the fair till the death. Mm. Look at Humidor. What's going on? Like, fuck me. What I will say is that Jon Snow has stuck on really, really well. For second up, is it? Uh, it had a run in New Zealand where it ran pretty well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it's, it's run pretty well for second up off that hot speed. Yeah. Off so, the inside. It's going it's, really well. It's going to be a contender for the Cups this yeah, parade. Yeah, really, really well. And it's no good. one's going to put it down as still being there, realistically. Everyone's looking at this run and going, I oh, hope it can get, get to the Valley or somewhere, like it did last year, yep. and we can pinch mm. fat, some fat odds, because an SP36 is here. Mm. We backed it each way. It was the only collect I had all day. Um, we paid $9 on in the place. Yeah. I hope we can get to a sort of valley race where it's suited on pace. And because of the SP30s, it opens 15s or something, you know? Yeah. I'm happy to back it. it it's the most impressive type I saw all day. I love this horse. It's a very good horse. What, what do we make of Grunt and Kingsville Dream going forward? Is Grunt the better horse? 
over, horse over a mile. It's one dimensional. I think we'll agree on that. Needs speed on. Whereas my question mark going to every single race so far and going forward for Kingsville Dream is if it's elite at a strong tempo. I think it's shown us there that it probably can get there. But I think over the mile, as you said, Grunt's Kingsville probably Dream's a better flying. horse. Yeah. I think it's just... The only concern I'd have if I was... Like many people who watch the show, have a ticket on it at $100 or whatever to win the Caulfield Cup. Is, yeah. And I speak to a bunch of them at the races on Saturday and Saturday before and before that. The only concern I've got is that it's very fit and it's much improved from last prep. Yeah. Caulfield Cup's a fair way away still. You know, like compared to Humidor, yeah. it's it's sort of like you could you could bet on it from a yard man's point of view. You couldn't bet on Humidor. Okay. At the moment. And it's very hard for... Look, we can keep them up and going, but, jeez, you have seen the types where you just think, oh, this thing's perfectly yard, and then it's over the top, yeah. right? And that scares the shit but out of you. Which was the best, most impressive horse you saw? Out of, out of those horses? On four? Saturday. No, on Saturday. In the yard, on top. Don't say Poonamoo. Poonamoo <laughs> paraded awful, yeah, compared with what he usually parades. Like, he had his head up and throwing it around and everything. He never does that. It's a bit like yourself last night. Sometimes when they come over from Western Australia, when they're first out on the circuit, you know, they get a bit shaky. It's just the lack of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Big smoke, you know? Just need to settle in. It's a two hours' time difference. <laughs> Which was the no, most impressive horse? Give me a second. Let me just scroll through. I thought, I thought Order of the Garter was a cl- like a cracking type. I thought Grunt was outstanding, and I've actually noted I had Grunt fourth pick, but I said he's stalking the yard, and I was wary. Mm. I love it when horses just walk around as if they own the joint, mm. and they, yeah. you know, he was a bit on toe, which usually I'm not a massive fan of for those sort of distance races. Yeah, but he was doing it in a way that he was like, a bit aggressive. Ready. Yeah, I like the way that John Stones walk. Oh, that was, that was perfect. Just like, don't give a fuck who's yeah. around me. Yeah. What I find fascinating too, from a form point of view, right? Who's a better trainer? Mick Price or Darren Lear? Look, Darren Lear. Probably most people would agree, okay? Cliff's Edge SP favourite against Grant at Flemington six months ago yeah. in a group one over a mile at Flemington. Six months forward... Grunt's just won and went for age over a mile. Yeah. Cliff's Edge has been slaughtered with poor tactics to follow a stablemate who's been up forever in a lot, much, much lower race. It's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Well, I'm sorry. In terms of training the horses no, rather than placing... I'm completely yeah. out of tangent, but yeah. when you think about, like, that was a listed race over 1,400 metres. Yeah. It went 11 to 14. Cliff's Edge. Yeah. Odd. Sometimes I think when he's got too many, there's horses that... Do you, do you, what I'm asking is, do you, do you guys think that Cliff's Edge, say, as an example, might get, achieve more results if it was with a better with a stable where, where the trainer's probably as good but has less horses? Yeah. Does that I, make sense? I would think they don't know what they're doing with Cliff's Edge. That's the other thing. I think they're trying it over so many distances, whereas Mick Price, I know you disagree with listing the trainers, but... Mick Price came out. He came out at the start of the prep and he said, ignore the first two runs at Caulfield. Ignore them. It's not ready. Maccabi Diva stakes. This is his race. And what's he done? He's placed it perfectly. Yeah, but 
Mick Price is one of the few who you I, should, you I, should just I would say just sort of gather that himself, you know? Yeah. He's a Flemington horse. He loves a big strike. Of course, but I wanted to be on Grunt at the Mile at Flemington and for him to say, yeah, it'll be ready by then, it gives me a bit of confidence. Is there also something to be said for the fact that Grunt had eight starts and Police Eds has had 18? Yeah, but that's a little bit more likely. But, even but and... he's not even heavily raced. He's just, his mm. preps have been odd. Like last yeah. prep, I was like, why the fuck's he going here? What? what? Yeah. He's ready to win this. Why is it like? Is that I maybe the owner, time, owners? I watch a lot. Is, do owners have an influence on that? I'm not sure. I'm I don't not... think that anyone has an influence. Okay. At, at Wiz, except Wiz. Now is that a problem? No, Would... it's, it's not a problem. He's he's killing it. I'm just, it's, I'm not, I'm not asserting anything or, or hmm. I'm just de- like debating. Yeah, it we're having a friendly yeah. debate on it. Yeah. I just reckon if I own certain horses with him that they aren't. The Kings or Dreams, the Humidors. I'd be real tempted to give it to like one of those little niche stables like Mick Price, who's a gun. Mm. And go, this is good. This is a Group One horse, I reckon. Do you want it? Yeah, I, I I definitely understand what you're saying. Unless you've got the complete absolute bee's knees, and you may be running into the same weir mm. horses potentially, as well. Because yeah, I agree. If you've got a if you've got the second string from a stable, you don't want to be going against the first string. Yeah, but which is fascinating at the same time. If we went and bought a horse tomorrow, we'd probably give it to Wiz. Oh, you get <laughs> straight away. Yeah, so it's uh, like yeah. I look at the dispersal sale from the Team William stuff. You just go and shit. Let's buy this one. Give it a Wiz. He can race it on flat and over the jumps. Yeah, no, but it's, it's so it's interesting. But fascinating. If you had a really good stallion prospect, would you go Wiz or Mick Cross? Oh no! If I bought a Colt yearling or we or mm. we bred one. I'd send it to Gay. Wow. Then I'd send it to Wiz. Yeah. <laughs> if it hasn't broken down by the time she's finished with it, it's probably won a race, but then he'll get the train on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm massive on I could we're getting off topic, but I I hugely believe in and if we ever start to actually I'm not gonna say this because we'd keep to ourselves. Yeah. I got a good idea for all this shit. Okay. We'll hear it off the show. Uh race eight, twelve hundred meters. Well, stewards are watching, so who else is watching? Yeah. Fair point. Three-year-old yeah, He's actually, actually a really nice guy that has children. He talks to me now. Okay, that's good. Shago. Wasn't too bad the other night. <laughs> Dwayne Dunn gave us a shout-out when he was riding the horse down there at Ballarat the other day. Really? Don't mind the YouTube show, mate. Dunny. You know I've been backing him up all day. <laughs> <laughs> good ride on Brutal on a front runner, mate. Loved it. Love him on a front runner. It was a, it was a little, like, balancing sort of rod. Yeah, well, it was. It's the right horse for American. Uh, anyway, race eight, three-year-old group two. Not as good as Noski, though, is that his name? Yeah, JJ. Good oh, Jared. Little Noski. No, no, no. Was, was perfectly timed. Uh, he was a little bit of, lost a little bit of momentum yeah, there going from the six to the four. Race five, Belmont on Saturday. Watch it, see what you think. <laughs> he had the big weight. When you're on the top weight, you're just going to keep him rolling around the yeah. corner. And when you've got mine, Pete's, Drew's, Rob's, all the <laughs> yeah. movers... Mind you, if you listen Most to it, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. when everyone's on you, you just need to get yeah. that momentum and just get it fucking done. Those who got listen done. to the podcast, though, they would have backed out of fly anyway. So you were, I did. you're winning anyway. I, I did you're winning. Late. <laughs> well, it was seven. You can get seven dollars freely available on the yeah. fair. Yeah, I got five. Yeah, that was a good five minutes. Yeah, it was like a good ten minutes because um, we got a bit of fury in the yeah. run and all the regard. We sent him out on top, but we didn't bet. Um, unloaded. Yeah, I, did. I, did I, I really like trekking as a horse. Robson down top, yeah. launched, suicidal, like it was a stupid bit. <laughs> Doing that. It was great. The phone was just ding, ding, ding. 
Had to turn the fucker off so we can listen to our music on the way up. Ugh. Anyway, sorry guys, but just dribbling. <laughs> no, it's good. Native, Native soldiers led them down the straight 2.4 lengths. Uh... Well, this is big. This is what we're going to do with this data, Drew. Now we've got the greet us from Poneyform, which provides us with the clarity. The clarity. To make educated pony decisions. Understand what happened. You know, because sometimes the eyes can lie. So, what, what speed did he go at Caulfield? Uh, he was massively over, uh, faster than bench, than class benchmark. Massively. Now you you talk about the yard, I'll talk about the yeah. yard. Drew, get up, try and compare them both for the time yeah. we get to you, man. So, they've walked here. You found encryption, you little fucker. I had F-Troop on top from Spin, Encryption, yeah, and Thorndor. Uh, I backed, uh, backed all four of them. I think this race will be very dodgy going forward because it was so slow. Um, it's staggering how they can do this. Yeah, so quick on that, 2.7 lengths slower than class benchmark here. Previous at Caulfield, 4.1 lengths faster than class. Dramatic difference. Yeah. Mm. And the yeah, so horse was it's just pushed the, along. Encryption's coming from the same race as No Soldier. Yeah. So Encryption has just been able to jog up behind him. And show a turn of foot. Yeah, massive. Whereas at Caulfield, he broke all their hearts. So he was, he looked good going away from him, but he was just still just travelling while everyone else was just throwing around you... and just saving energy there, just sitting right behind him, mm. letting him do all the donkey work, running into whatever breeze there was, if any. Do you think he was stage. lame at this point, though? Like, I remember that run at Caulfield where he's just, he hasn't had to push the horse along one bit, right? And here, just from like the 800 to the 600, I thought... Just I was... there, just there, at yeah. the... What was that? Mind you, there's, that a few, there's a few others there that are also under the same sort of pressure. He's stuck on okay. Like, it's not as if he goes backwards by any rate. Like, he's still there, still there. Mm. But if you if you were to watch the Caulfield run, he just didn't have to touch the yeah. horse until, like, maybe the 200. That's or... it. I guess that's the difference. There was some severe speed. burnish from the in-players, boys around us. In that race. Oh, mm. Phil Apple's great. Um... Uh, encryption was one of the biggest drifters of the day. 12s out to 24s. I took yeah, 15 so yeah, that's, that's just saying, that's yard, saying that the yeah. race is no good. Yeah. And F Troop pulled up Lame as well, who was the biggest go, who was 9.50 into $6. All right, Fury and Order Regatta, both proper horses. Mm. Um, let's just cut the shit for this race. They've run a huge time. Yep. Fury could be a star. Probably is. Uh, look, time-wise wasn't that big, actually. So the run around... Um, uh-huh. It's like fucking, they've gone... Yeah, uh, in terms of class-wise. So class-wise, they've run it around... Uh, the first 600's not been overly fast. It's been about benchmark, hasn't it? Benchmark, 0.1. Yeah, yeah the, the overall... The, the overall adjusted figures. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, good overall adjusted huge. figures. Yeah. I, don't, I don't do the class. You yeah. do the class, don't you? I do both. I look at both overall. Like, just as an example, for you the day... You reckon you should, you should use the class? Well, I just... Class is a good indication of early I'm not speed. very smart. Yeah. And the overall is when you want to compare going into the next race. So yeah. when we go, when we look forward to the next race with both of those runners, um, like Order of the Garter, 13.7 lengths faster than Benchmark going into its next start. It's a huge early platform. Yeah. yeah. Same, well, same with the Japanese horses. Both, well. both of them, really. Well, Jack horse yeah. gone huge. Oh, it, was, it looked like it skidded around the corner almost. We should like go and get some Japanese after this. Even Sir Isaac Newton's gone good. really well. Jamming of the fucking zero. What is it? <laughs> What's your car called? Nissan Zed. Nissan 350Z. Yeah. Zed. Yeah. Zero. 
Remember on the podcast when Drew was getting all racist about the cars? <laughs> what were you saying? I don't remember, man. Ricer. Yeah. It's called them Ricers. Highly racist offensive term, but he reckons it's racing. I know, uh, there was some, some term that made me not look... Ricer isn't to do with because Asians eat rice. No. Like wish style. It's actually racing in something car alterations. It was something to do with the performance of the car, yeah. I still thought it was racist, but we don't tolerate that on the show. Not at all. Uh, so Isaac Newton actually ran much better than I was expecting it to. I, I would be It looking, was fat, so you can prove. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that it's maybe now settled in. All right, horse to follow. Order of the Garter. Furion. Order of the Garter and Grunt. Yeah. Jon Snow. Actually, brutal as well. There's a Sorry. stack to follow, but yeah. be careful with yeah. it all. This, this many, I reckon. I reckon we've got sort of two to three more Saturdays days before we get a really good base of the good horses. Yeah. And we start to fucking launch. Well, that's the thing. You get them all into a pile right now and they're still just kind of finding their way out. Yep. Um, now, believe it or not, there's actually one more spot on the movers. It's going at 100% profit on turnover through September. Smashing it. Not, no, very much thanks to Pete's great work over there in Pierce. Yeah. $13 winners. We're winning. So there's one spot. Get on board quick. As soon as it's filled, we'll shut it off again. Yep. Otherwise, just get the podcast. You can hear what we've actually bet on the movers. Yeah, but you've missed the price. But you can still get the, the good If order. you're not getting the podcast and you're watching this, I, I don't understand. Especially when, like, if you go out in the piss and don't have a pack of smokes, really, instead of paying a dollar for, for a cigarette now, you should be paying two to three. Yeah. That's how much they're costing. So really, two cigarettes get you five podcasts. Wow. Plus the, plus the review and the preview delivered. Do you like how normal people go, oh yeah, it's price a cup of coffee, couple of ciggies. Well, fuck. Who drinks coffee? <laughs> don't, you don't drink coffee. Nah. You've got massive issues. Yeah. Nah. You do it. You just you walk to your own boat, don't you? Yeah. Alright, what else should we talk about? How long has that gone for, Drew? I can't read 34 that. minutes. Yeah. Still got a bit continue time. on. You got any other points you want to talk about? You raise some questions? Um, we, didn't, we forgot to do viewer questions. Yeah. <laughs> Look, in terms of just, I think the Michelle Payne thing, we touched on it, but I think it's just worthy to say that... What's your opinion? I think we need transparency in this game, but we also need people to have a voice. Now, should she be fined for saying bullshit? Yeah. Do I have to agree with her opinion on the track? No. She should get fined for saying bullshit. Yes, but it shouldn't be anything to do... She's called the what's happened in terms of the process bullshit, or it was something, you know... She's gone and said something that if I went to my boss at work and I, it would be termed as I'm being abusive to them. You, you, you can't say it. This is bullshit. Yeah. It's different to, you are a fucking... She's tweeted it out. I, I can see well, why... I they're... understand that she's like, slow to learn with the tweeting. Yeah. But surely people are allowed to voice their opinion. 100%. Even if... 100%. Like... If someone tweets about like, how great God is, if I was around the country, I'd be like, you're totally wrong. You're yeah. a fucking idiot. I'm not going to find them. They're, they're entitled to their silly beliefs. Like Wishy and uh, all his beliefs. Oh, Wishy. Yeah. That's what no one would believe. Wishy's actually a God botherer. Yeah. Loves Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> does. I'm, I'm actually not sure if you're being sarcastic or not. So is that's that great. called Wishy? Yeah. <laughs> Wish upon a star. No, because his mum's always like, you say like, wishy-washy with your religion. Oh. Sometimes you're at church, sometimes you're not. It's like, mum, just because of his fish biting. <laughs> he cleaned up the other week with a fish. 
He didn't clean up on Saturday. No. That was a bad day for... What do you think about it all, Peter? Michelle, well, look, voting, fines. Lucy got 500. Michelle got 500, I think, for... 300. The other time she yeah, got 500. 500 yeah. I, I looked at the forecast as I'm heading over, you know, Wednesday. You're having a look ahead, and it's saying 4 to 10 mils of rain Saturday. You understand why they, you know, don't want to put extra on. And then it, on the day, it probably dropped, what, zero Preview and a half. Preview show on Thursday. Preview show on Thursday, yeah. we said good three. Yeah. Good four to a good three. I yeah. said that. Yeah. This is the same. Gonna rain. It pissed rain on Saturday. Yeah. If they, if they irrigate it, it could go the other way. Everyone will whinge about that. I know mean, it's Melbourne Cup day from a couple of years ago. Yeah. There's a massive lane. But and here's the it's thing. It's headquarters. There's a prediction of rain. The bloke's under more pressure than anyone in racing. He's trying to get it right for Cup Week. Any criticism of track managers by anyone other than another track manager, I think it's just fucking utterly arrogant and ridiculous. I think it was about the process rather than the track manager, though. So it was the Racing Victoria process. Whereas, so Sydney, yeah, but if Mick Goody's bagging him or, or yeah. Radnesh and Ran or the guy ran week, that's kind of like, you know, Wayne Carey saying, Gary, what's a fucking lazy prick or he can't kick or... Yeah. But if it's me saying, oh, you know, I think, I think Nick Rewalt should be doing this. So, mate, you are a wasted, fat, alcoholic smoker. Shut up. Can't make you play junior. So weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think the problem is we don't have a national um, <clears throat> setting on this because New South Wales are completely the opposite way. So Rose Hill, a couple of weeks ago... We had like a heavy track when it's rained five mils for the week. Winksy. No, no, it wasn't when Winksy won. It was Rose Hill. And it's just been like a complete goat paddock because they've decided, oh, let's just, in case it doesn't hit, let's just water it. And then it's got five mils. So it's only had bloody ten mils and it's I, turned out heavy. I At love, Flemington, that's a good three. I love Michelle. I really love Michelle. Yeah. Well, she's beautiful and, and a great trainer and a really good person. Great for racing. <laughs> But I'd much prefer the energy that she spent on that tweet and her you know, anger at firm tracks, which I don't agree with, but I don't really know, so I don't really care. I wish she just spent that on riding horses to win and not taking away their biggest assets. If you focus on riding Sweet Rocket to its fucking natural ability, definitely runs a hole, probably wins. Yeah. That's prize money, Michelle. And if any punters have a problem with it, just come Ben Perth. Chris Nation has got Belmont and Ascot absolutely humming since he moved in there, since we got him from Toowoomba. Like, it's a perfect track every single week. If you want there's consistent no racing... And you've got no problems getting in anywhere nah. on track because there's no one fucking there. Yeah. Um, you can lean out of the fence. We lean out of the fence to talk to a few. Yeah, you know. You can buy a horse with me. You know, I'll tip you into a few winners, maybe. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, exactly. Might take the good ones for myself. Now, you might end up with Drew over there. It's just, I reckon yeah. if you, when you go there, you probably want to you want to come back. WA, it's, it's pretty good. I do want to have a fly over there. When's drive. the carnival? Oh, it's starting. Well, we moved back to Ascot. I think October thirteen. We go to Bunbury. So October twenty, move back to Ascot. Nice. How, how have you found the whole mailbag experience and doing what you're doing with us? As a customer, or as a part no, of it. Not as a customer. As a, as a part of the business. <laughs> Oh, in- incredible. The amount I've learned in the last... I mean, I've been doing... What, do you, mean, what do you mean by that? So like, like... Not, not so much in terms of the yard stuff, but just in terms of process, getting your own head around, doing form properly, betting properly, being consistent with your own results. Explain some of that. Oh, you gotta have, you've got to have yourself a spreadsheet. You've got to keep <coughs> track of what you do. You've got to have a ledger. So you can actually keep track of if you're trending upwards or downwards. You need a big sample size, you know, all that sort of stuff. You can't have had two. The quickest way to get the sample sauce is to start doing the data. Yeah. yeah. 
Agreed. Agreed. And when you're doing it twice a week, you're trying to bet properly, you know, to actually make an income, there's no faster way of learning. Yeah. Because if you go backwards, you, you're broke. Well, that's what I said to you at the start. You know what? Yeah. You'll learn the fastest when you bet. Yeah. And you, you also, when you, you know, you, you're just better. You learn best from your mistakes, as always. There's a lot of people in the game who, who ain't, you know, yeah. and their results show it. Yeah. Well, when they post them, but when your skin's right in it, you, you get that clarity. Like, well, I was talking to Pete on Saturday night. We're pretty cooked at this point, but I was like proudest probably on Saturday. I had a pretty bad, a really bad day. Yeah. Sent out maybe 16 units, we got nine back. So I'm still winning for September. But I was proudest of not betting in the last two races, even though I sent out the winner on top, like the exact around in the second race, last race, because I've just gotten better at not forcing it. Yeah. Normally I'd be like, oh, I'm six units down, I have 10 units here. Well, that, 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 that mentality seeps into everyone. It's a never-ending race day. Yeah, there's no last race. There's no get-out. You don't need to get out. All right, let's go get a feed. I've got to go to the airport. Well, I don't have to About 25 minutes. <laughs> I need to go have a $2.50 cigarette. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks, boys. Pete, no, I'm going to have to quit the cigarettes to be able to afford the fucking membership. Oh. At least there'll be a tax write-off. Well, they won't let you smoke in there anyway, so you're fine. You're probably right. Yeah. Members, mate, come on now. You can go downstairs and smoke in front of the horse. It's $2.50 to win the race, but you can't smoke yeah. in front of all this. Bat. <laughs> Degenerate. Come on, turn it off, I'm done. <laughs> See you guys, have a great week.